All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by my brother, Mr. BTG himself. What's going on, Baylor? Yo, 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 yo. Um, man, that, uh, that, uh, damn, I forgot his name already. We'll get to it. I remember it in the middle of the episode, but I just heard, I just heard a song off the, off the, uh, photograph soundtrack. Okay. I still haven't seen and the movie yet. I haven't seen the movie yet either, but, um, one of the tracks, damn, I had it in my head. I've been thinking about it, been playing it all day. But I only like the first 28 seconds of it. Okay, that's interesting. Like, the first 28 seconds is phenomenal. And then the rest of the track is, I can tolerate. Fair enough, fair enough. We're joined by Miss Mary Almonte. What's going on? You're on mute. I said, hi, guys. <laughs> What's going on, Mary? We literally just started, so you have not missed... A single thing. Um, oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. I guess uh, we should start off with the unfortunate passing of Pop Smoke, who, uh, who was apparently killed in a home invasion uh this morning in la uh what what were you guys when you heard the news your thoughts like we seem to just keep losing people uh this early into into 2020 so like this year is already just off to a crazy start mary what do you think so i was actually in a meeting at one of my clients offices um on the marketing tip um it's actually the yankees so Mm. um figure might as well it's recognizable might as well say it Um, and I felt like interrupting the fucking meeting. (laughs) Like I felt like an announcement needed to be made. Um, totally fucked up my energy. You guys were like one of the first people I texted. Um, and yeah, I mean, honestly, my energy has been thrown the whole day. Um, and as more details kind of started unfolding and it appeared that he may have carelessly accidentally shared his address in a Instagram post. Yeah. Um, I got to say, and like now I sound old as fuck, but whatever. Like I have a daughter who's a few years younger than Pop Smoke and I'm always telling her, watch what the fuck you post. First of all, stop posting everything. How about that? And secondly, (laughs) be careful. Be like, all right, I'm just plain old Mary. I'm not a celebrity, whatever. But, you know, I do have some thirsty people on my Instagram and I always make sure that like, for example, I always post something after I'm no longer at the place anymore. That's smart. I don't know if that sounds crazy, whatever. But as a woman, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want anyone to run up on me. (laughs) I don't know. So like if y'all see me posting in a spot, it's because my ass already home and in bed. <laughs> like it's like that. So you got to really be careful what you post especially when you're someone who has something to lose. You know what I mean? So I just I feel like if if that is really what led to his demise it, and it cuz the first thought I had was that it was an inside job. Mm-hmm. Because I was like in Hollywood Hills, like no one's just randomly running up there to fucking burglarize you at least I don't know. But they are know more than me. Okay. So maybe you can add some color to this, but My thought was that somebody had to know him to know where he was. But then when it came out that he accidentally posted his freaking address on a package that he was like trying to open to, you know, whatever, it just, I don't know, that kind of made me really look at it from a mom's perspective. Like if I was his mom, I would have been like, 
boy, delete that right now. Like, did you not see what you just let everyone see? So, yeah, just really sad. But anyway. No, I feel you. And, and it's it, because it's little things like that that we would never think about. But people are paying attention just for that type of that type of shit. And so, like, for him to for it to happen that that soon uh, before this incident, definitely, I think, plays a part as well. But uh, go ahead, Baylor. What, what do you have? Um. Yeah. So there, there's the video, and then there's the picture, um, with the with the letters in the background on the garage, and I'm my where I'm at, where I'm working at today. I'm right down the street, not too far away, probably about fifteen twenty minutes, and yes, I mean it could be, it, it's a possibility that it could be an inside job, but people need to understand Hollywood Hills, Bel Air, Calabasas. Those are the number one places of home invasions, and it has always been. Uh, you're not going to go to, like someone said on Twitter, you're not going to go to a Section 8 and rob, you know, a Section 8 apartment. <laughs> but, um, yeah, those are the number one places. At one point, I think we talked about on the show, the artists that were being robbed, like back to back to back, the Little Waynes, the Chris Browns, all of them stay up there, you know? Um, it's also a sad situation that he's not able to post what he want to post. You know what I mean? I understand that this, this world, we have rules. And when you go to different cities, I'm not going to Brooklyn or the Bronx or Harlem and, and posting my every move, uh, especially with jewelry on or a lot of cash, et cetera, et cetera. But that's only because of the rules that, that this world has forced us to live by. He should be able to post what he want to post, but that's not how we live. Um, at the same time, it's sad. It messed up my day. And by the way, I never knew of him. I didn't, I, I didn't know, I didn't know him. I didn't listen to his music. Ah. I, I seen him, um, once, uh, <clears throat> my first time seeing him was all-star weekend. So my, 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 my boys hit me up was like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I know a little bit about him. And again, they said the same thing. I seen him on All-Star Weekend. So when I got the story, like, that's just sad. It's just sad, period, in general. I don't care what type of artist he was. He was a young 20-year-old man that lost his life because of material stuff. Point blank. Yeah, That's so interesting, though, that you've never... So, and someone did point that out to me earlier, that, like, he was definitely a New York artist. Um because he's running shit here. You can't turn on the radio and not hear him. And it's been that way since at least the fall. Um, I mean, my kids have TikToks with his songs. And, like, I have all these, like, my nine-year-old son, like, can spit his songs front and back. Um, crazy. Yeah. So, like, we, we definitely, Pop Smoke was, like, the next thing smoking out here. Like, for real. And it just seemed like he was so ready to take off. Like, um, I had actually just recently watched his interview with Angie Martinez, which I strongly recommend you guys watch because you it really showed another side of him. Like you really got to know him. And he was saying how how big of an influence 50 Cent was. Mm. And Angie actually got to talk to 50 and, and had shared that with him. And 50 was like, yo, Pop Smoke is the new 50 Cent. Like he he is this generation's me. And that had to be like a week ago. So it's just like for us in New York, it's like we really lost somebody here, like for real. And with just, I mean, promise, I guess that's what it is. You saw the promise that he had. Like, I mean, yes, he was in a gang. Obviously, he was a crip and all this other shit. But and I mean, not for nothing, that was real as well. Right. Like Brooklyn, where he's from, is very, very much still about that life. And his set 
kind of was one of the stronger ones. Um, but you know, he just seemed like a genuine, like cool person whose energy kind of lit up the room. And I don't know, like it really does feel like yet another loss just weeks after, (laughs) after another loss and weeks after another loss after that. Like, so I don't know. It's definitely feeling like, even though like all these losses that we had are not attributed to the same thing. Um, because I don't know, my mind immediately is going to like Juice World was in December, Kobe was January, and now this. Um, obviously, three very different scenarios, but still, I feel like the underlying theme of these three were they were all just getting started. Honestly, it felt like there was so much yet to come from them. And stupidity in one way or the other is what led to an untimely death for them all. So I don't know. Our culture is hurting right now. For real, for real. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, he definitely got a lot of love, um, regardless of where it took place. I know a lot of I know a lot of gangsters from out here that they showed him a lot of love, uh, that knew of him. I just didn't know of him, so I'm just one person. But he I, apparently he was well known, uh, not just in his city, but in the city of L.A. as well, because uh, the city of L.A. representatives stepped up and and showed their love. And um, I think people are just we're starting to be a little bit more human. You know, of course, we've seen people growth and we wanted to see their new chapters. But at the end of the day, these are human beings. You throw that basketball away, throw that booth away and they just human beings, man. You just you don't want to feel you hate that everybody has lost somebody and you hate that somebody else's family has to feel that type of pain. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, It's unfortunate. Um, But yeah, I mean. Prayers up to his family and everyone who is impacted. And it, it sucks. Like, to lose somebody at 20 years old, you never know what potential they had left. Anybody at 20. Like, to look at where I was at 20 to where I am now is completely night and day. So, like, it it just sucks that we're losing people, young people, middle-aged people. Just, it's hard, man. It's It really is. And, I mean, that's come in, like, the last week we've had, like, four or five celebrity deaths is all packed in there. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's just, it's wild. So, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it feels like some kind of weird shift in energy for real. Yeah, for sure. Like today for sure. really just when I heard that it's like Baylor said, like my day hasn't been the same since. Like I really was no of no use today for anyone. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let's, let's try to, pick the energy back up and get into our regular topics um anything left before we move try to get try to get into the regular show pray for your loved ones yeah definitely definitely um but the first topic that we have for this week um big sean finally decided to talk more about the alleged beef he had with kendrick lamar he denied it um i'm someone who after the whole control thing i kind of played paid attention to, to stuff and it I don't know. To me, it seemed like they were kind of throwing subtle shots at each other, but I guess maybe that was just me trying to read into it. Do you guys believe that there was ne- never any beef between Kendrick and uh, Big Sean? Not real beef. It was oh, probably yeah. one of those. It was probably one of those. Check the temperature. Okay. I believe I believe K Dot is one of those. Uh, you know who I am, so you know, watch your mouth <laughs> type of things. And he threw it out there. And Big Sean is. I mean, we all got male egos. Yeah. You know, so I don't think it was anything real. I don't think Sean wanted to smoke, though. I don't think anybody really wants that smoke with, with Kendrick. But, Mary, what do you think? 
I mean, I feel like beef is when you need two gats to go to sleep. Like there, there was, if everyone's saying there was no beef then, and everyone's alive, there was no beef. There you go. There you go. I think, I think though it's, it's important that Kendrick is, he understands the sport of hip hop. So like I could never see Kendrick in like a real beef. It would have to be personal for that, but the whole sparring lyrically, absolutely. Um, and I still think nobody wants it with Kendrick on that level. So that's just my opinion. That would have been entertaining, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. definitely. Yep. And that's why I don't, I don't. I like the subliminals are fun to a point, but like I feel like with this generation, it's all subliminals, and no one ever really goes into a, a complete war war words. So it's all like, all right, until there's an actual distract. That's why I did enjoy the Tory Lanez Jordan Lucas thing so much, is because they actually went at each other. Yeah, well, with this generation, it was either it's either uh, sneak dissing or they going live <laughs> with each other and start, yeah. and start yelling at each other. Oh man, gotta enjoy this generation. Um, but all right, we'll move on from that one. Unless Mary, you got anything? No. All right. Uh, so Tiffany Boone, uh, something that we talked about a couple months ago when it first happened uh, with. Uh, Jason Mitchell leaving the shy. Tiffany Boone eventually left the shy as well, but she's finally started coming out, telling her side of the story and her thoughts on it. Uh, Mary, I come to you first on this. What do you think about what she had to say? Um, I got to be honest. I don't know what she had to say. <laughs> Fill me in. <laughs> she had a long IG post just basically saying how much she loved um, Chicago and the shy and stepping away from the show was hard. She really didn't go into a lot of details um, on it, at least not from what I read. I just saw the one IG post that I linked in the in the in the description. Um, so yeah, I mean it, it it was a lot of posturing and basically saying, well, for me to leave a show that that's popular, you had to be alluding to shit like people don't just say shit, and that's my my issue. But that's mm. but she left but she left in November when he was let go in May. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. It just, I don't know. Cause she she mentioned how she was embraced by uh, the city of Chicago. She mm-hmm. loved the people, and for that show to catch a spark and and take off like that, it was something that she was grateful to be a part of. So for her to leave in November, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds I, like some PR shit. Yeah, <laughs> like that, they're not getting to the real deal. Yet. Thank you. Thank, that's what it sounds like to me. Like, just I'm not saying that that you know what he did or or if he didn't do it. What I'm saying is I don't understand what she's saying at all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we live in a generation of of a lot of social media press releases that really don't say don't say anything like. Either if you're gonna not say anything, then just don't say anything. Don't do a, a a fluff post basically where you just allude to shit. Like I I don't know. I could see if they were in the middle of like some type of civil suit or litigation or something. Her not wanting to speak on it that would make sense. But to come out with something that's already been over a year since it happened or what feels like it. Uh, but it's like let let let's just, let us just know what the fuck's going on, man. Yeah, man. She she uh definitely coded that to perfection yeah for sure and and kind of with our next topic uh somebody has come out and sued the state of rick james for a rape that allegedly happened in 1979 that's before i was born that's just wild that make it make sense somebody make this make sense for me what isn't that beyond the statute of limitations 
There has to. It, I thought like it's seven years or something from when you commit a crime that you could be. Sued I thought or, it, that sounds right. Like I, I and it's know. also like you can't prove a, you can't prove a rape like all these years later. I don't know. So what does this become? Um, no, no, both of the parties got to be there. I, I, I really. She's, so the victim alleges that it happens when she was 15 years old in 1979, um, and that uh, he raped her while she was in a group home in Buffalo, New York. It doesn't say anything uh, about a statute of limitations and what I'm uh, reading. She goes on to describe it, which it's kind of graphic, so I'm not going to get into it there. Um it does say that I didn't know this. But Rick James was convicted of assaulting two women in 1993. Did you guys know about that? No, no. Yeah, I'm definitely not surprised about that. But he died in 2004. The man's been dead and buried for almost 16 years, and you just now like I I feel like no, if, if he can't even defend himself. So like, no, I'm not I'm not touching that. Okay, I'm not I'm not I'm not touching that. I'm not yeah. touching that. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, my thing is, what does she want though now? Money from his estate. From his estate, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he can't apologize. He can't do time. He can't. <laughs> so this Who's is over? A, a money grab. Yeah, that's honestly. all it is. And I get it that, like, in our society, in our country, you can almost sue anyone for anything. But like Mary said, like, there has to be a statute of limitations on certain on certain stuff. I, I don't understand how something from this long ago could could come out like it's 40 years ago yeah i tread lightly on that Man, I, <laughs> they'll, they'll come for you i understand for real, but it's like no my and my thing isn't like if it happened or if it didn't happen like i like i that that's i i wasn't there he's not here to defend himself so i'm not even gonna get into that but at the same time it it is it it has to r- raise some red flags that it's just now you're just now filing a civil suit about it that that i don't know that that this doesn't sit well with me. I agree. And I'm a woman, so I could say <laughs> again, we don't know if it happened or not, but yeah. at this point, he he cannot be prosecuted. Like there's no he's not going to be punished for the crime, so you just wanna be paid. I mean that's really that's that's a fact. <laughs> I mean I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't understand it. But uh, I, I understand that. <laughs> I can tell Baylor's really uncomfortable, so we're gonna go ahead and move on because I understand. Yo, like, do y'all? I don't know. Like, do y'all think like me? Like, you must have got I, some really good HR training, Baylor. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, you know why? Because I do have a smart mouth, um, and it can come off the wrong way. People have said, so I just don't say nothing at all. I can understand. Um, that. I hope that I can have some popcorn when the maker comes back. When the creator of this life comes back, I want to sit back and watch all this shit unfold, <laughs> including my life. I know I ain't shit. I, don't all show right. my don't Let's show stop my here before Baylor incriminates himself. We don't we don't need any social justice warriors coming coming for anyone on this podcast. So we're just gonna cl- kindly move the hell on. <laughs> in our last topic in this segment, Quentin Miller who is famously known for ghostwriting for Drake, uh, was on The Breakfast Club and and asked for a second chance at his career, basically saying that the whole Meek Mill thing, and I guess the subsequent Pusha T thing had to play a part, too, is basically put a halt completely on his rap career. What do you guys think? He didn't have one, right? That's my, that's what, what my thought was. You didn't have a career in the first place. That's why you were ghostwriting. But you know, I mean, is it is it getting blackballed? Is it that's what he's trying I, to that's say? What he's, yeah, well, oh, it's over. It's my, over. I, 
I don't know if he wrote this line or not, but you know what it was when you signed up. <laughs> like, that, that was it. Yeah. When you're ghostwriting, you're not supposed to come out of, to the forefront. Like, play the reason why they call you a ghost. Is exactly. The yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's. Motherfuckers are stupid, man. Yeah, people are just. <laughs> I, and the thing is, like, Quentin Miller actually came out with an album, too. I think it was, like, around the same time uh, uh, Pusha T's last album came out. Um, and it was it was decent. It wasn't, like, amazing or anything. But I just don't think the guy's talented, that talented to deserve. Like, you, you're, you're where you are for a reason, brother. Like, I, I get it. Like, and, and, you know, a lot of people said the same thing about Gilly the Kid's career. Once it came, people said that he was ghostwriting for Wayne. Like, at the, But at the end of the day, it's like... I feel like talent sometimes goes unnoticed, but in this day and age with streaming and not needing labels, if you can't get attention for your art, a lot of times that means that it's just on you. I, I hate if that's insensitive, but it's true. What's it? And his name is, that's his rap name, Quentin? Quentin Miller? Yeah. Yep. I'm not listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. It's too many It's too many outlets for you not to you know, start your own buzz, though. And yeah. and with his uh, history, you will get a little bit of buzz, regardless, because mm-hmm. you're in a you know you're in a situation where people know you for something major. So you better throw that shit on SoundCloud, get it popping, Quentin. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> you better switch it up, AQ or something like that, something. Yeah, because your full government is not. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> well, one thing that I want to add, if you guys have kind of, uh, if you guys know, if you don't, then we can kind of skip it before we go into the next segment. Is what the fuck is wrong with Wendy Williams? Hey, yo, I've been, I've been hearing about like it, but what she okay. do? So let's 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 talk off first with the whole Galentine's Day thing, where she went on rant about uh, transgender women will never be women in X Y Z, and and she got attacked by the LGBT community. But even on top of that, let's take away from that. So uh, Drew Carey's uh, ex fiance Amy Harwick was actually murdered. She was thrown off a balcony or whatever, and Wendy Williams decided at that point to make a joke about. Uh, um, Drew Carey being on The Price is Right saying, come on down, after she said that the woman was thrown off a balcony. So now the woman's oh. family is like demanding public ap- apologies and everything. She did this live on her show, and it's just like, what What the uh, fuck is wrong with this woman? That's not good. She's that's- like the queen of this kind of shit, and I don't know. She's a mess. Her life's in shambles. She looks like a transgender woman, so maybe that's why she had all that to say. I don't know. I've never understood I mean, listen, I can I, I find her entertaining at times, but her shit is too messy for her to be as judgmental as she is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, don't, I can never like co-sign with her. Yeah. Yeah. I can never get with anybody whose whole platform is built off mess. Um, yeah, it's just not appealing at, at my age. Like I get it why some people like it, especially the younger crowds, because people love drama and everything. But it's just like. You got to be adding something to the conversation for it to be relevant to me. And she's just not that. She's never had anything important to say. I can't I can't think of one great Wendy Williams quote on anything important in life. So it just. No. And I feel like half of the time she's misinformed and like state situations incorrectly on the show. Mm-hmm. And like her production team has to like openly correct her. Yeah. And then it's like, shouldn't you have done your research before? Like, this is your job. <laughs> your job is to know the shit you're about to talk about. That's a tasteless joke right there. 
Yeah. 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 That's that. It's just disgusting. But that's not cool. What's going on with Cat's morals, man? They don't have any in this game. I'm tired nowadays, of giving niggas excuse. Don't. I'm I'm sick of this shit. Like you got to be a human at the end of the day. Some shit you just don't say. You just don't do it. I'm talking to you, Gail. Uh, Some shit just you just don't say. You just don't. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, I don't know. People just they don't have tact, and you know, get in front of that camera, and people will do anything to stay relevant. And they know that if they say something crazy, it's going to turn viral, and that's going to get them attention. And then what happens is that. It, it doesn't sustain, so then they just say the next crazy thing to get more attention and go viral again, and then it just becomes a game of what, what crazy shit can you say every week. And then when Cat started attacking that inbox and those comments, then you want an apology? Yeah. Come on, man. That's not how that shit worked. Yeah. They got the game messed up. <laughs> Fucking humans. Alright, well let's go ahead. We're going into our first break. When we come back, we got a few topics for you. We'll be right back after this. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast, Podcast. a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposite. All right. So I sent you guys a trailer. Hopefully you got to watch it because I thought this was really interesting. So Riz is directing another movie. This one starring T.I., Terrence Howard, and Wesley Snipes called Cutthroat City. Did you guys get to watch the trailer? Yeah, I see. Yes. <laughs> I see. Let's fucking go. I'm excited. I seen it. God, that's a lot of blackness in that goddamn movie, ain't it? Well, and Ethan Hawke, though. Don't forget oh, yeah, him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. How does he always find his way into black movies? I don't know. but Because he look, oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. I know how he does it. I just don't know how he does it. He's got that look. But what look? He got that look Let's like be he, specific. He got that look like he do something shady in the movies. By the way, it's in the movies. <laughs> you know what? You know, Training Day forever gave him a pass. Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah. yeah, it did. We was riding with him. I think yeah. that's when we started inviting him to the cookout yeah, for real. Because before that, he was definitely not. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> he was in great expectations, bro. Like, <laughs> and but, now he's on cutthroats. I need to see a, a conversation in this movie between T.I. and Terrence Howard to say to see who says Maine the most. Oh, please. Please. <laughs> please. I'm writing them all down. I feel like that's going to be a fire drinking game. <laughs> just Every time one of them says Maine, you just take a shot. I'm excited to see Shameek Moore, too. Yeah. I really He's becoming one of my favorite actors of the new generation. Yo, is he next up? I think so. I definitely think he's I next think so. up. So let's protect him at all costs yeah. because yeah. I feel okay. like everyone who's next up is getting God. I'm, so. I'm honestly surprised he didn't have a bigger rise immediately after Dope because he killed it in that movie. And he in, killed it in that he, one. He was in, he was in Dope and kind of just disappeared for a minute. He had some smaller roles, but I, I do agree with Mary. I definitely think he he's possibly the next one up. 
What was the joint on Netflix that they took off? The Get Down. Yeah, the Get Down. Oh my God, yeah. you gotta bring that back. Yeah, you gotta bring that back. Yeah, but this trailer though, excited, Mary. You said you're excited, Baylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. It's funny because like RZA has a really good directing style. Like everything he's directed looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a he, he's a genius. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't I didn't mesh well with a lot of his beats, but what? <laughs> I didn't. I, I just yeah, look. I can't. I have an argument with my ears all the time. My ears is not gonna lie to me. You know what I mean? But I'm not saying that he didn't have any classic tracks or anything like that. It's just. Some of the beats just I just wasn't feeling. But I everything mean, that he has put on Malcolm X and made a song <laughs> out of that shit. Like I no, don't that doesn't take away from his, you know, his genius department. Just wasn't I'm just for saying. Your ears is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I can understand why everybody else love it. Um, it's not your speeds. Okay. But as far as what he puts on that goddamn television, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And it seems like like this is just the first level. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Did you do the soundtrack? Right, and apparently it takes place in Katrina during the time of Katrina. So yeah. I'm, that was when hip hop was still, yeah, still all right. Yeah. So you, what's funny, like uh, as we talk about like Riz as the director, like it, people are gonna call me crazy for this one. I really hope, in my heart of hearts. That RZA directs the new Blade movie starring uh, what's his name? Oh, I know you're talking about. I can never say his name right. Mahershala Ali. Yeah, Mar- yeah, yeah. Did I, he get it? I I didn't hear that. I never got an answer on that. Yeah, Ali. Yeah, he's definitely Blade. They just okay. haven't annu- they haven't announced the um when it's like the release date yet. But they yeah they've announced it. It's it's coming. He's gonna be starring as Blade. There's gonna be some Wu Tang tracks all that over amazing. that. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. All and right. Riz has already proven he can smile. direct fight scenes. He can direct kung fu scenes. So, like, give it to me. Give me all. Yes. Uh, yep. <laughs> but we Stalin got. Shadow boxing. <laughs> we got uh, two uh, pieces of new music to talk about. Well, one's a freestyle that we were trying to talk about last week. You guys didn't get a chance to watch it. Please tell me you've gotten a chance to watch this Reason Freestyle by now. Oh, yeah, that shit dope. Oh, that shit dope. Man. Hey, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I ain't going to say I. That shit was good. <laughs> I haven't heard I haven't heard something that good since oh, who just came out with a fire one? Mm, I don't know. That shit was real good, actually. Cause I didn't and I didn't expect anything out of it. I don't I listen to reasons, but not like y'all think I would like mm, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. What do you say? The water is different. Listen, reason I'm telling y'all, I'm I, I said it when this first album came out and I just I didn't know at the time that that album was completely recorded before he signed to TDE, so he hadn't even worked with any TDE producers. If they put the right the right producers and everything behind this dude, and he gets to do the project that he wants to do, this this reason is going to be dangerous. And he's still only yeah. I think he's only like twenty two, so he's still really young. Yeah, he's gonna be a problem. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be a problem. Reason. Um, That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, dude's dope. Like, and he had uh, the ciphers last year. He did great on like. He's just gonna keep building and building, man. I hope his next album, even though the Flick It Up single we talked about, it wasn't anything special. Uh, I wish he stops chasing singles and just does shit like this because the dude is a is a beast on the on the mic, man. Yeah. But moving into our next song, Young Ma, 
she she like I'm like. Have you got a chance to listen to this one, Mary? Yeah, I heard that a while ago, actually. Okay. What do you think about it? It's been, it's been um, getting, again, I guess it really is geographical, right? Like New York artists get love in, on, in New York, I guess, outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, that dropped a minute for us. I actually am a fan of Young M.A. So this was what I would have expected from her. Um, I don't know. I feel like she's, I feel like she's not getting the recognition she deserves. I agree with that. Honestly, like she and uh, um, Baylor was trying to find, uh, think about the last time he saw Adult Freestyle. And honestly, I think the last one I saw that really surprised me was hers. Um, she's amazing. And yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know why she's not on bigger than what she is, because honestly, I think there's not many MCs, period, who can really nowadays MCs that can hold a torch to her. To her. And she's creative. Yeah. I mean, I I do feel like she she's out of the box. Yeah, for sure. Baylor look like you look like you disagree. I know. Baylor looks like he's not. Yeah, I love when Baylor makes his shit. face freeze. Like I I I, I I I can't ride with it. I think the reason why she's not as big as she uh, supposed to be is because she hasn't come out with a, another fire single. Okay. To me, um, and as creative as she is, I think she needs to step out of the box. I think she needs to have different featured artists. Mm-hmm. Who? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But she needs to step out of the box. We need some of that bubblegum shit for the radio in order for her to pop like that. Obviously, she she's going to have a core fan base that mm-hmm. is going to listen to her regardless. But the core fan base is not as big as the, um, the commercial fan base. Mm-hmm. And the commercial fan base is what's going to put her over the top and get her into arguments with the Cardi B's, Nicki Minaj, etc. Uh, which I think she could outwrap both of them put together on a on a perfect day. Okay. But really? she needs she needs I that. Nikki. I think she would shoot Nicki ass up. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying Nicki now or Nicki in her prime? Because those are two different rappers. Prime. You think she? You think she'd get Nick prime Nicki? Prime. Ooh, I don't know if I, I can know. ride with that one, Nikki. man. Because, because cause she has an element that, that Nikki does not have, and that is a grimy side. So she can actually go to that side, tap into that, and spit some bars that Nikki can only do if someone writes for her. Mm. So I feel like, and I've been wondering what, what Young M.A. has been channeling for me, and what I think it is now, and Baylor, you, I don't know what you just said that triggered it, but I think that Young M.A. reminds me, she has the same ease in her flow that, to me, Jay-Z has, where it just seems like he's talking over the beat half the time. He'll laugh, and it's still mm-hmm. within yeah. tempo. And like, I get it. It's still bars. Like, I don't know. Like, she she makes it look kind of easy. Yeah, she's um, playing around relaxed. with it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Whereas Nikki has the opposite energy. It's like, <laughs> like that, that bullshit. Yeah. Although I will say, but that's what I mean. Even though I think it's bullshit, it captures that commercial fan base. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not, it's dope, you know, that you could do that. But when you can switch it up, like we know the core, like, for example, Fabulous is a perfect example. When you listen to his mixtapes, his singles sound totally different. It's more geared towards the women, a little bop to it. You know, he got Dream on it or some shit like that. But then when you listen to his mixtapes, it's Street Fam. Shoot some shit up. You know what I mean? When you can go back and forth and stay relevant like that, and you got to have the production. The production is everything. Just imagine if, uh, if she did a track with 
shit, I don't know. Who's hot right now? Fabio Foreign. He's next up now that we don't have Pop Smoke. Have, well, what, you, never heard of, have you never well, heard of him, too? No, but I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to take your word for it. When we get off, y'all got to look up Fabio Foreign. Again, here you can't not hear him. So, so, so what? So what if they did a track together and DJ Quick or Manny Fetch produced a track? That would be that would be sick. It's different though, you know what it's I mean? Different. Because you know, yeah, and yes. it's going to capture the ears of. You get a track from DJ Quick. Guess who's going to be listening to it? The whole state of California. Yeah, because of who the producer is. I would even say K Dot and her would be a crazy ass. Like that would be something different. I like that. That's a whole. Yeah, and that's a whole other level. And he probably bring out like that the, her lyrics. Like you know what I mean. You give me a summertime, a summertime beat. You give me uh, uh, a colors type of beat or something like that, and it's going to it's going to propel her to another level. She yeah. got to she got to do something different, and I'm tired of her talking about Hennessy. So it has to be, <laughs> it has to be something different. I yeah, feel I feel it. We're tired of Hennessy, and we're tired of Nicki Minaj talking about her vagina. Am I not right? Yeah. Okay, so switch that shit up, and she has the ability to do that because she's in the same she's in the same area as grimy cats. Nicki Minaj is talking about it where 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 Young is. She's there. Damn. So, you know, she'll get there, though. There you go. All right. Well, that conversation went a different place than I thought it would, but it was definitely needed. Uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into our last break. When we come back, uh, we got an interesting topic, I think, to finish this one off. So we'll be right back after this. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Beck Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys, it's Trell, and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat, where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Uh, so... I know we're past Valentine's Day, and it's easy to pick the best love songs. Like, it's easy to do that with R&B. But I wanted to flip it up, right? We're a hip-hop podcast. What are the best hip-hop love songs ever? Who wants to go first on this one? LL Cool J, Around the Way Girl, Nelly, and Kelly Rowland, Dilemma. Okay. Okay. All right. I like that. Um. So, LL has a few for me. I Need Love. Yep. Oh, come love on. Love You Better. Yep. Damn, but are we okay? So, do hip hop R and B collabs count? Because back in like the late nineties, you couldn't hear like a hip hop song that didn't have One Twelve or Jagged Edge or someone else singing the hook. And yeah, yeah, like are we just qualifying that? No, yeah, oh, yeah. Bailey said yeah. No, no, no. I was going to ask us here's uh, you don't have to call, but we're staying yeah, hip hop, yeah, right? Yeah, and that isn't love. That's the opposite of love. That's like <laughs> oh, that that's love from different girls. One <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, of my faves is the Seven O Two Kissing You remix, but I guess that's R and B ish, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, damn, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's so much love in hip hop, honestly. Yeah, there is. There is. So like, mine are uh, now that we found love, Heavy D. Can't forget that. Uh, okay. Lloyd Banks smile. That was my shit back back in in that was junior year of high school. Um, yeah. Uh, Common the light. That. I classify that as a love song if you think about what he's rapping about in it. Um, yeah. And then uh, De La Soul. I know. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're not gonna go with Q Tip vibrant thing. 
Oh my God, Baylor needs Baylor, to learn. Tripping, what love. Man. <laughs> that was a great video, by the way. Shout out to Q-Tip, man. That was an excellent video. You know why? Oh man, you got something else. Uh, what's the name of the DMX and Aaliyah song? Why is why can't I remember the name of it right now? Oh, from I gotta uh, go to the sound. Right. Right. Piece yeah. that one. Yeah, that you gotta put that on there. Uh, nah, D- DMX and Faith Evans. How's it going down? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you might as well go with Mary and Matt. Well, oh, yeah. Why did none of us mention that? Oh, I wow. Know. Wow. I yeah, know. For sure. That might take the crown. Yeah, Mary that has to take the crown. Uh, that has Yo, to. Shout out, out, shout out to Power. Yeah, yeah. Any love for 21 questions? 50 Cent and 8 Dog? I mean, oh, they played the shit out of that. I, I, I mean, love. When that album first came out, I loved that song. But then when they they yeah. kept playing it everywhere, I was like, you know what? I'm over this shit. But yeah, yeah. I think that definitely it, it has qualifies. To yeah. Wait, wait. So let's get back to the criteria. Is it is it a hip hop bass song with R and B artist, or is it R and B artist with a hip hop no artist? It, it has to be a hip hop artist. They can have R and B on the hook or on the song, but it has to be primarily a hip hop artist. Okay, so I'm gonna throw Freaky League in there. <laughs> That was a good video, though. Hey, hey, that was a good video, right? You know why? You know why? This ain't the video with Hoes Awards. (laughs) (laughs) The best hip hop song. You know what? Then I guess I guess my next uh, my next pick won't be accepted either. What's the next pick? Tip drill. Okay. Uh, We're we're gonna hang up now. We want to know what your guys (laughs) is. Favorite hip hop love songs are. I know we that named a lot like here. Five but minutes if, long too. If you can, if you can, if you can think of any ones that we did not name, let us know. Send them in. But other than that, uh, give them your social media, Baylor. You've been tripping all night tonight. Give them your social media. Any parting words, brother? At Baylor the Great on all social media platforms. BTG for president. Open run with BTG. A part of the Rare Signers Network. And uh, yeah, be safe out there, people. All right, Mary. And I'm at Miss Mary Almonte everywhere. And I really just have no words today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Baylor, this last segment, man, you showed the hell out. Wait, uh, no, Little John. is acting crazy today. <laughs> little John, Beyonce, and Lil Wayne. You can follow me so at CEO done. Hayes. That's at CEO no, we're not H-A-I-C-E. going with that. You can also follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. TheBreaksRadio at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to send us a voicemail and have it played on the podcast, you can do that by uh, calling 614-547-2039. That's been it for this week. We want to thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you lovely and beautiful people next week. Peace. Y'all music racist. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Baby girl, come and make the woo. She know we keep it too. Big knocking on my butt. What are you speaking to? Baby girl, come and make the woo. Big knocking on my butt. The beat went off? I go, it's like a valley, got trees in the telly. Shorty won't fuck over that's just a lally. Look on my phone, got the fence on my celly. Fight to my yummy, put dick on her belly. Wanna make bread till I'm open the valley. TD, oh wait, huh? Damn, huh? Sing, huh? Pull up in rovers, catching me sober, spinning like jail and soap. She want that hold though, she want like cover. Put that boy head on his shoulder. Swerve, give him two shots to be twirling. Huh? Burn, I promise it's gonna be a murder. If I catch him, I heard him, slide him, I murk him. Look at that boy, get nervous. I got one thing for sure, I got two things for certain. Wrap that boy up in the curtain. Huh? Touch it, I dropped 38 on this touch. I made it flip on this up. I 
Watchin' that boy to the dump, dump, huh? Boomin', true blue, ocean, mystery, potion Back up, toasted, pass him up Run them, over, 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 huh? Baby girl, come and meet the fool She know we keep it too Big knockin' on my body Watch who you speakin' to Baby girl, come and meet the fool Big knockin' on my body Watch who you speakin' to